0: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: Laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com hello
2: everybody <laughs> uh, welcome back to the hip here podcast and if you're new here hi um i don't know what this is really i just came up with this podcast on the spot, because I felt I'm kidding. This podcast is full of wisdom and full of truth and full of just me also talking out of my behind sometimes. But it's mostly truth. Mostly it's truth. I don't feel like that was a good introduction. But uh, today's episode is going to be interesting. (laughs) I say that every episode. Every time I start an episode, that's how I start my episode. I'm like, today's episode is going to be a little interesting. Well, that's because I don't want to say that it's going to be boring, you know, it's like find out yourself. Um, No, but really today's episode is, um, it's an episode that I had in mind for a long time. And I think the thing that's like keeping me from like completely speaking my mind in this episode is, is just like, it's just unnecessary, I think. What I want this episode to be, first of all, I want it to be for everyone. Um, I don't convey my messages solely to Muslims. I like my videos to be watched by everyone because it's like you're kind of adding a new idea from a different set perspective to your toolkit. You know, that's why I myself, I like to watch a lot of videos from different religions, from different ideologies altogether, because I want to see the other person's perspective. I think that's a very important thing. And I think that's the thing that's missing today. It doesn't look like it's missing because we have diversity. But it's not diversity because everyone is saying the same thing. We're just all a different skin color. But it's a different conversation when everyone is, like, saying different things. Secondly, what I want this episode to be is a wake-up call. Legitimately, a wake-up call. I want it to be... um, something that people my age listen to uh, and understand because what do we all most of us what do we do we spend time on social media and social media is controlled by an entity social media as a whole is controlled by a group a certain group with a certain agenda so we're fed a lot of information all the time sometimes misinformation actually i would argue most times misinformation we're just fed a lot of information constantly on the social media on the on all of these platforms that are led by questionable organizations we don't we don't know anything about them we don't know what is their set list of goals you know we just assume like this is a place where we go to interact with people but we don't sit and think who's controlling all of this Now, I'm not bringing up some Andrew Tate stuff, leave the Matrix. That's, what is the Matrix even? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you need to understand that there are very few people that are in power. Like, at the top, 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 controlling the narrative. Controlling a lot of what we think, what we say. Just in control of the conversation, mostly. Mostly. But we think we're the ones controlling the conversation. You know, like we'll we'll bring forth these ideas, you know. And if these ideas are parallel to the mainstream conversation, they will be added to that. And they will kind of amplify the voice of the mainstream. So your voice, in addition, will be amplified. And you will think that's you. Like you're the one really putting it out there, making your mark, and you're making the change. Not really, no. I wish it worked like that, but it it doesn't. I want this to be long and unedited. Basically, I want this to be as seemingly boring as possible. Seemingly. Not actually boring, right? But I I want people who, who stick around for this video to be genuinely, I guess, passionate about this. Or, like, they will be willing to endure the boring parts to get to the juicy part. I don't want no short attention spanners here in this conversation. They're probably left by now, so we're good. The thing that inspired this entire episode is a verse that I read in the Quran. <laughs> Every time I bring up the Quran, I feel like so many people get triggered. Sorry. Sir. I mean, it was burned, so I guess some people are bound to get triggered, you know? Um... I was reading the Qur'an and I'm, I'm trying to just get through the Qur'an like fully outside of Ramadan because like it's just, I feel like it's not fair to give it attention just in Ramadan, obviously. Uh, and I came across this verse, came across this verse and I didn't know how to feel. It was very interesting and it was very, it was like there was so much truth to it. I honestly, I, my hand started shaking after I read the verse and it goes بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَلَوْ شَاءَ رَبُّكَ لَجَعَلَ النَّاسَ أُمَّةً وَاحِدَةً وَلَا يَزَالُونَ مختلفين. Had your Lord so willed, He would have certainly made humanity one single community, but they will always choose to differ, or they will always differ. And that is in Surah Hud, which is the 11th Surah or chapter, in Ayah or verse 118. Now, I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to be like, Jesus, yeah, Stuff Allah, sorry. <laughs> I, love, I love my Christian brothers, is, seriously. But here's what this verse struck in me. Uh, this uh, generation is interesting because we're connected a lot more than previous generations on social media. Uh, and so we're just exposed. We're exposed to this outside world 24-7 through social media. You know, but we are shown certain things and like the things are handpicked to be shown to us. So it's like we're exposed to all of these different kinds of people and ideas through social media, but someone is controlling the narrative. Now, that's not what I'm trying to get across. Like, that's not the idea that I know I keep honing that idea and like just trying to deliver that specific message. But that's not the idea I'm trying to bring across. I just wanted to like kind of I just want to plant a seed in your brain so that you can start to think outside of just the platform itself. The verse that I just recited actually has a very different meaning in its specific context, in its specific suva or chapter. Because, because granted, when we're using these verses, right, to bring forth certain ideas, we have to bring about the context. We can't just bring a verse and like let it, kind of, I don't know how to explain this, like do the speaking for us without explaining where it comes from. And this um, this specific verse comes from a surah, surah Hud, which talks about a lot of the previous nations, previous nations of. Um, different prophets and how every time a new nation is created you know or made or formed there will be disbelief in it like there will occur in it disbelief it will start pure it will start with oneness of God and and the belief in belief in the oneness of God it will start with this pure belief but then it will start to kind of break down with time Someone will introduce an idea. Someone will introduce something. And people will start to believe it. You know, so it starts decaying. And it starts becoming corrupted with time. So that's what the specific verse is getting at. Like, I'm just, I'm not bringing this verse out of nowhere without context. Because I don't I don't think that's right. I don't think that's the right thing to do. But when I read this verse, I didn't read it in light of that context. I, I interpreted it in another way because... I wasn't really following along with the stories, it's just this verse, this specific ayah just came at me, it like, it like shot something in my head and my head went backwards like that. And it, I didn't really interpret it in that exact context, I interpreted the verse in light of today's situation, in light of w- what is happening today, you know, what is unfolding in terms of the cultural conversation and all of that stuff. because. Because it shows, it shows Allah didn't make everyone the same. And it's so obvious, it's so obvious. Allah made so many different groups of people in so many different kinds and shades and colors and groups and for a reason. No, we don't know the reason. Allah knows the reason. Uh, There's this specific ayah that says, O humanity, we have created you from one male and one female and made you into nations and tribes so that you may get to know one another. Now, that's the only reason that we're given, that's the only reason that we're told, but there may be a billion other reasons that we don't know about. This is what we believe in, this is why we believe that there are so many different kinds of people. Allah made so many different kinds, so that we may get to know one another. And, you know, there we can have speculation, you know, we can think about why, like what is the reason, so we may get to know one another, Why? what is the reason um like it's not set in stone but people can speculate and it would be just i guess better if we keep it to ourselves and not just share it like it's from the actual scripture Uh, but there's so like you can think of so many reasons some nations are just smarter than other nations and you can see other nations learning from the smartest and developing themselves Like, there's so much we can learn from each other all the time. That's why I feel like I'm attracted to people of different faiths and people of different backgrounds and ideas and ideologies in general. It's it's not because I'm interested in, like, changing my religion. It's just I'm interested in seeing the way they think, you know, because at the end of the day, we are humans, you know, humans are human We want to interact, we want to progress, and we want to build something in this world, you know, that's going to last and that's going to benefit future generations. So, how are we going to do that if we don't understand each other? You know, tribes, within tribes, people can understand each other, but then let's go outside of that tribe if they want to build something bigger than themselves. You know, they have to learn to understand people besides themselves and their ideas and their faiths so that's why it's important to cross that barrier of like not oh i don't see your idea or faith or religion like i'm just gonna pretend or imagine like i don't see that no 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 embrace it like embrace the thing that makes you who you are you know for me what makes me who i am is islam I'm a muslim like it's my first identity before my name before my age before anything that has to do with me before the color of my eyes you know what i mean i'm muslim that's my thing and a lot of people don't like giving themselves a tag or like a title or something like that but i think personally I think it's important to identify yourself as one key thing to let the world know who you are, you know? So, like, me identifying first and foremost as Muslim, like, that's what I want the world to know, first and foremost. Before they even see me, I want them to know I'm Muslim, you know? Because that's the thing, how do I say this? That's the thing I hold the highest and most esteem in my heart. That's the thing that I will die for. I think that's a good question to ask what would you die for you know and we don't we don't talk about that in this generation we don't like bringing up those conversations because we like the idea of being chill with everything <laughs> sorry it's true we do we like the idea of just just being accepting of everything and being so many different kinds of things that dying for something seems extreme but i don't think it's extreme because if you're willing to die for something, then you could argue at the same time that that is what's keeping you alive. Oh, wow, that was deep. That was low-key deep. No, because really, because what keeps me alive, I'll be honest, is Islam. Like, the reason I wake up every day is because of Islam. And don't get me wrong, you can have several things that compose your identity, but there needs to be a number one thing. Otherwise, like, what are you... How are you structuring your life? Like, what is it based on? What is your life based on? What are you living your life according to? You know, and you can choose to not have a set of beliefs, that's fine. But then you're going to be contradicting yourself a lot. You're going to do something today and then do the opposite thing tomorrow. And then during all of that, you just have connections with all of these people and people are observing that so you just become ultimately very unpredictable and you just contradict yourself over and over it's like i'm not saying what you should do i don't i don't like the word should imposed on other people but like there needs to be i don't know how to explain this there needs to be like a line with which you kind of oscillate with if that makes sense. When you're faced with this unpredictability, that's it's, it's like, as humans, we don't like that, actually. We don't. I'm not going to pull up a study out of my arse, right? And be like, humans don't like that. No, naturally, we just don't tend to that. We can see that within ourselves. If we see someone that's saying, I like apples, and apples will be my favorite thing for the rest of my life, and then tomorrow they say, oranges are actually my favorite thing in all of my life, you'll just be confused looking at them like, okay... So which one is it? Apples or oranges? At least that's me. I don't know about you guys, but that's me. Uh, I like consistency. Contradicting yourself or like opposing yourself at some point in the future. Don't get me wrong. People change. People grow. People develop, right? And they may look back at their childhood and be like, wow, that was really dumb. I shouldn't have done that. That's not really contradiction, I don't think. That's just, that's a faith. That's part of growing up. Because throughout your lifetime, you're, well, Because throughout your lifetime, your beliefs can change, right? But then if if one belief changes, whether you like it or not, that changes the system. Here's the thing about Islam, right? Is it's it's, it's the most consistent thing for me. Um, It's very consistent in the sense that Islam doesn't change, you know? So like if I I deem consistency to be um, important in life... Important in building one's character, or at least maintaining one's character, you know, to have it be full of integrity, and to be a strong character in general. I want it to be consistent. So for me, consistency is a standard. And what I like about Islam is that it doesn't change for anybody. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Like we we try to change a lot of things, especially when we progress as a people, um, as a as nations our idea of progression is change you know let's change like let's hopefully for the better right but let's change islam came 1400 years ago and stayed pretty much the same pretty much the same and i would argue even that today islam is more relevant and needed than before Like, the teachings and everything about Islam is more relevant and needed than before. Now, I'm not here to, like, preach about Islam, but I'm just saying that, like, for me, right? Why I, like, my belief system is Islam. My belief system isn't like, Islam, uh, this ideology, uh, feminism, uh, conservatism, uh, leftism. uh," No, no, no. It's just Islam. It's just, I'm going to talk about that later. But it's just Islam. Because right, Islam is equipped with everything a, a, human, a human society already needs. And it was constructed 1400 years ago, and I would argue that it's more applicable today than it was before. Because today we're seeing signs that were not here in the past. We're seeing the minor signs. You know, go search about minor signs like the end of times, and you will legit see it's terrifying. Uh, but you, but but it's it's applicable always and will always be applicable. This belief system, this set of rules and guidelines, like whether you like it or not, it's applicable. You know, um, people would argue that the hijab is just not it's not applicable nowadays. Like it's not for this generation. Why? Who made you believe that way? Who who told you that? Who came and told you? The hijab is not necessary nowadays. Why? Because we progress so much that we don't need the hijab. I would argue that we progress so much that the hijab is even more necessary now. I would. Uh, Because nowadays a lot of people are really um, getting comfortable. You know, getting like, you think there was catcalling 1400 years ago? I'm not saying catcalling is because of the woman. It's obviously because of the crap men. But you think it was 1400 years ago there was catcalling? Like the men riding on their camels, like woo, woo I really don't think so. And sorry, I can't whistle. I even if I tried, it's not for me. Um, but I think for for me at least, my perspective is that it's more necessary today than it was before. You could argue that there was more decency before than there is today. Today, really, people are getting so comfortable with like expressing themselves and stuff. You know, now hijab is just an example. Okay. A lot of people, lie, bro, I talk about the hijab, that's it. People come at me, I know it's crazy. Um, but that's what that's why I wanted to make today's episode is because uh, a lot of people cave in today, uh, especially Muslims. Especially, I see Muslims, and it's saddening, it's really sad because young Muslims, and I get why I used to be. i used to be one of you guys no no but seriously no i used to be in in like this circumstance in this atmosphere with like a lot of liberal-minded people and i used to think that islam was hindering hindering my character like islam was the thing holding me back from connecting with them you know like being one of them uh, and not necessarily being one of them for the sake of their... For, for To appease them in any way, shape, or form. But because I wanted, like, a sense of belonging, you know? I guess that's a natural thing. We all want to be... We no, no one wants to be ostracized. Like, that's not a fun thing to be. But at the same time, you need to work out what your first and foremost identity is. Because... At the end of the day, are you like are you willing to be ostracized in order to protect your first and foremost identity? In order to shield it and not have it be changed. Like this is your identity. Even if you get ostracized, you will not care because it's the thing that you that means the most to you, that is most important to you. And if you asked me that a long time ago, if you asked me, what would you rather pick? Your friends or Islam? I would low-key think about it. I'd be like, mm, I don't know. It's a hard question. <laughs> I would. I would have taken my time answering that question, and it was clear to me that at the time, that wasn't my first and foremost identity. That wasn't the the the, the first identity that I held closest to my heart. You know, it was also obviously something else you know we talk about this idea within islam i don't want to get too deep into islam because i don't want it i don't want it to be just for muslims i want it to be for everybody uh but we talk about uh what is occupying your heart i could talk about that in another episode but like your first and foremost identity you could argue is the thing that fills your heart like it's the thing you hold most precious you know I would say it might be your weak point, but I don't think it's your weak point. In- instead, I think it's the thing that gives you strength. You know, what, what fills your heart, that's kind of where you take your strength from. Um, so so if someone's heart is filled with, let's say, for example, music, they will try and derive a lot of strength from music. You know, if someone's heart is filled with a lot of Quran, they will try and derive a lot of strength from the Quran. That's where they derive all of their strength and like courage from, like their character. That's where they derive their character from is what's in their hearts.
1: The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.
0: I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2.
2: I was trying to pick between friends and Islam. Like that was, in my high school days, that was my dilemma. That was my dilemma. But honestly, the, the more I get exposed to this world and the more I see what is going on in terms of pop culture, you know, and the mainstream media and every, everything that is on a headline at this point, all that is crossing my mind is like how impressionable some people can be. They don't know exactly what their first identity is, like what they, what fills their heart mostly. So it's like they will go with whatever, the, wherever the tides take them. You know, they don't really stand for something as strong. It goes back to the question of what are you willing to die for? And again, I know that's not popular in some conversations. Like, dude, chill. Like, life is not that bleak. It isn't bleak, right? But have something to fight for. Have something, whatever it may be, but try to keep it consistent and fight for it. You know? And again, people change, but to stand for something, to fight for something, that's important. Because if you don't do it, people are going to give you something to fight for. People, they're going to choose for you. Okay, now fight for this. And you're like, um, okay, I guess we can think of a very clear example. I'm pretty sure we can all think of an example off the top of our heads. I was gonna, oh, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Great. It starts with L. Do I need to say the rest? Okay, okay. (laughs) It's the LGBTQ movement. Okay, no, I'm I'm directing this mostly at Muslims. Um, a lot of people from the LGBTQ movement or community. Sorry. Uh, they watch me. A lot of them watch me. And it's interesting because it goes back to the bubble that I was talking about. Growing up, where I live, where I used to live, the people that I grew up around, I wasn't exposed to that at all. I don't think I've ever met someone part of the LGBTQ community in my life, except for like one or two people. You know, But when we go on social media, it's like, all we see. It's legitimately all we see. The thing with that is is there are going to be people that already have a set system of beliefs. I'm looking mostly at people that already have um a designated faith, like Christians and Muslims. They are they already have a religion, right? But because that's kind of shaky and that's not really set first place in their hearts they'll like see these movements and they'll literally get bullied into supporting it. They'll be like, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to be mean. They told me to come to the rally and I can't say no. And it's just, <laughs> I'm sorry. No offense. To, <laughs> no offense to LGBT people. Okay. You guys have your movements. You have your rallies. It's fine. But like, that's not for everybody. That's not. And you say to show up there to, to give our support, you know, but literally our faith, our book that was sent from the heavens, right, says it's not okay, period, point, black, period. It's like, why do we get bullied into supporting? We get pressured into into that ideology. Like now we have to state our pronouns at meetings and stuff, at meetings and when we like go on Instagram, it's like okay, now put your pronouns. If you don't put your pronouns, you're not one of us. I literally see Muslim accounts, Muslim accounts, that have she, her. I'm like, girl, why are you, why are you putting your pronouns, respectfully? Like, you need to understand. It's it's for Muslims. It's not for us. It's not for get mad. It's okay, but it's just not for Muslims. So when I see this Muslim, this Muslim boy, this Muslim girl. Put the pronouns in their bio. I, I'm not going to go DM them like, put that pronouns off your bio. No, m- not really. That's not my place. The only thing like that g- comes to my mind is, what is the first thing in your heart? Is it Islam or is it something else? Annie, let's not BS ourselves especially Muslims, especially. And I I have a lot of Christian followers as well, and I respect that. And honestly, we have more in common with them than we think. You know, like there, there are some fundamental core ideas that we have our differences on. But at the same time, religion is religion. You know what I mean? And it's been around for this long for a reason. And I see Christian people standing up for their faith, sometimes more than Muslims. And I get embarrassed when I see that. I'm like, are you serious? Like, that's not an that's not any commentary to the Christians. It's a commentary to the Muslims. Muslims are supposed to be stronger than that. And I get that there is peer pressure that we succumb to in this generation, especially in Generation Z of Muslims and like the second, third generation of American Muslims, right? Because they're mostly in that society of this um conversation on this whole gender identity thing I don't I'm not close to that like people a lot of people think I live in the U.S. I don't I respectfully I don't thankfully actually um I but I grew up around a lot of American communities like that is what is the reason why people think I'm like half American I'm like no thankfully I'm not uh but because I grew up around them a lot in a lot of different types of Americans And I just grew up around a lot of cultures in general. So I've seen the different kinds of the ways of life, you know, but we, here's the thing, why I started this whole episode about social media is because who's controlling the narrative, like most of the narrative, where is it being controlled? The US. The US is controlling most of the narrative. The social media platforms are in the US, except for the biggest one is TikTok, which is in China. So you need to understand that. You need to kind of trace the footsteps of these ideas. Where did this idea originally spawn? You know, because people are like m- people mostly from Islam are starting to identify with some groups and with some organizations and movements. and like they don't even know what it's about even. Like, for example, I used to be... <coughs> I'm going to expose myself... Um, When I was 13, 14, I think, I put feminist in my bio. Yeah, I put feminist. I was like, feminist, and then I put the emoji. This, the thumbs up emoji. I was like, feminist. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. But that's the thing. Uh, Had you asked me, what is feminism at that time? I'd be like, I don't know, like women and stuff you know because it's just we don't even know we just regurgitate whatever we hear on the mainstream we're like that's it like this is the conversation i'm just gonna tag along i'm gonna be one of them because it's just easy it's just easy if you ask a girl a muslim girl i'm not really directing this at muslim boys because i'm not a boy if i was a boy i would be aiming at muslim boys but i'm aiming it more so at the girls because i'm a girl and i know what it's like to be a girl a muslim girl you know um And when I see Muslim girls put in their bios, like, feminist, and sometimes they be like, hardcore feminist, I'm like, that's great, that's great. First of all, where did feminism come from? If you ask them a question, 99.99999%, they won't know the answer. Spoiler alert, I don't know the answer, because I'm not a feminist. Uh, I don't think uh, Muslims need feminism, because it's already in Islam. Women's right is already in Islam. So we don't need a separate movement for that. that. That's the thing. What do you hold first and foremost in your heart? For me, it's the sound because it already has everything that I need. You know what I mean? But when you ask other Muslim girls, why do you need feminism? Well, it's like women's rights and stuff. And girl, it's already in your religion. Do you know what I It's like, okay, let me, let me give you this really bad example. It's like if you go to a first class. If you go to a first-class seat in an airplane, right, you book a first-class ticket. No, actually, you didn't book it. Someone booked it for you. Someone booked for you a first-class ticket in an airplane, right? Qatari Airways, for example, a really expensive, luxurious airplane, okay? And you get there, and you're sitting in the front class, and, like, you're seeing all the people in the back. And then you call the stewardess, and you're like, excuse me? Hi. Hi. I would like to book an economy seat, please. And she'll be like, "Wait, You're already in first class. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but like my fr- my friends are there. So I would actually like to book it back there. Do, do you understand where I'm coming from? Like you're already given all of these privileges, all of these rights in Islam. You're you're treated like a queen in Islam. And they're like, no, I actually want to go in the movement in the back because all of my friends are in on it. And it's just, it's just popular right now. So I'm just going to go there. It doesn't make sense. it does like pick one. which one do you want? Because Islam already has it. it's like to say that you're a feminist and in, and a Muslim at the same time I don't think I think that's contradictory I think and before you say anything, I know I'm boiling a lot of people's bloods, especially girls. I'm I, I know I, I'm sorry, okay um but you need to do your research. you do and I'm not saying this from like a condescending way like you need to no just sit down be honest you need to do your research what is feminism what is it know what you're believing in at least you know like if you're going to support something what is it about where did it come from who created it well if you ask them what's the difference between third wave and second wave feminism they'd be like i don't even know there were waves (laughs) like waves of the ocean it I'm not joking. this is real. this Muslim girls will just blindly support because it's like women. They're like, yeah, and I get it. it's because back home, they're not like treated like they're supposed to. I get that. but at the same time, like don't follow these man-made movements just because they they like cater to your feelings or cater to your, identity of being a woman. Because guess what? Being a woman is not your entire identity. You have much more to offer than that. And you are much more than just a woman. This conversation is not pretty, but this conversation needs to be had. Because... Because a lot of people blindly just support things without knowing what they are. And I used to be... I used to be like that. You know, I exposed myself. I said I had feminist in my bio. But that's because... I didn't even think. I was just like, this is what most people are talking about and supporting. I'll just go with it, you know. And I know as a Muslim, you have to go against the grain for most mainstream things. And it's not entirely easy. You know, if, if we weren't Muslim, by the way, we would all go with the tide. We would all... Just support what everyone else is supporting. Because it's easier. It's an easier way of life. But we are Muslims. And we chose to be Muslims. Uh, Now I feel like I'm speaking mostly to Muslims. I feel like everyone who's not Muslim just left. If you're not Muslim and you're still here, honestly, major respect. Or that you just want me to say something wrong so you can comment about that. Still major respect. People who hold the belief that huge, that meaningful, that fulfilling in their heart, like Islam... They have to go against the grain. It's okay. They have to. It's worth it, uh, because because the belief is perfect and everything that it has to offer is is perfectly set. Of course, our execution is extremely flawed. Sometimes you'll see a lot of injustice being done against women, but that's not Islam's fault. That's people's fault. You know, Islam isn't the problem. It's the it's the way by which people implement these rulings and all of these things like they are faulty you know people are faulty um but islam it already has everything set you know it's just to make sure that you don't have beliefs that are contradicting because i see a lot of people identifying as so many things and identifying with so many beliefs and so many ideologies that it starts to become not only a contradiction it starts to become a, a fourth dimensional ball of contradiction it starts to get to a point of contradiction that like hurts the brain i'm not even joking and 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 that's not that's not pretty by the way a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of people right but some people like that about themselves they're like yeah i'm just unpredictable in that way that's not like are you really contributing to society if you are like that respectfully i don't know it's just like when you have so much contradiction in your life uh it creates this thing called um cognitive dissonance now i'm not gonna talk about cognitive dissonance like i'm a scientist uh, but all i know is that it's when you have these conflicting ideas within your brain that it genuinely starts to hurt like it's just like there's these conflicting ideas and it starts to mess with your perception of the world because you're like which one do i believe i kid you not that is the definition that i came up with on the spot but i i did the favor of googling it both to me and you uh, and it says in the field of psychology hmm, cognitive dissonance is the perception of contradictory information and the mental toll of it. Relevant items of information include a person's actions, feelings, ideas, beliefs, values, and things in the environment. So really it's just you going crazy in your own brain because there are conflicting ideas. Simple as that. One really nice example it gives is the belief, for example, is someone believing smoking a cigarette is bad. Smoking cigarettes in in general is bad and then they go and light up a cigarette. <laughs> that's really that's what cognitive dissonance is is like your actions your your ideas even sometimes your ideas with your ideas are not you know supporting each other. They're not they're not on the same page, you know? And you'll see that in a lot of people actually and it's not only harmful to the people around them, it's harmful to themselves. I wouldn't say It's harmful to the people around them, really. It's just confusing. It's confusing for no reason. And not only that, it's like, it takes a psychological toll to be in cognitive dissonance. Like, it's just, you don't know who you are. And by the way, not knowing who you are and what you stand for and what you would die for, it's like, I don't know, like, how do you live? like that (laughs) no really if if you if you feel like you're that kind of person actually comment down your experience i'm really interested i'm not going to talk about it like i know what it's like because i don't but it's interesting uh for people who who don't have something to die for i'm using the lgbtq movement a lot as an example but that's because it's one of the most mainstream examples um and that's not because we're trying to be mean to you guys no offense we're not. There's nothing offensive about what I said. I don't think. It's just you guys. You guys' beliefs are very different to our beliefs. Now, you guys are, are entitled to your beliefs, but it's something else when you try to enforce your beliefs onto other people. Now, I know a lot of people of, of religion try to do that, and um, you know, there's there's wrongs from both sides. There's always wrongs from both sides. Like there's always. Kind of the bad people on both groups on all the groups here's the thing about it it's like there's a billion groups and we all have all of these differing ideas and and conflicting beliefs i think i'm getting sick by the way and that's fine that's fine but stand up for what you believe in like don't let someone else control your narrative or control the way that you believe don't let someone put words into your mouth. Stand up for what you believe in. And, and don't think that it's you being rude to the other person if your belief goes against their belief. If anything, if anything, if you cave into their belief out of the belief that you're trying to be nice to them, you're actually doing them a disservice because you're being dishonest with them. And being dishonest is worse. Be truthful with them. Tell them your beliefs. Be kind about it. Be like, look, this is my beliefs. Sorry. Uh, not sorry, actually. Um, but stand up for what you believe in. Now don't force anybody to say anything or do anything, but let them know where you stand. Because nowadays I see everyone caving into everyone else because they're scared of being left out. What's the reason? What's the? I get it, you want to be involved, but what's the reason other than that? What are they going to do for you? You know what I mean? Um, Mostly coming at this from a Muslim perspective, but really it's something I truly and heavily believe in because I see a lot of Muslim um, youths being deceived. Deceived. And and you know what's like the most deceitful tactic? Is when someone from the other group will come to you and be like, they taught you this? What kind of like absolute inhumane idea is that you know like what what do you even believe in that's like they'll try to (laughs) like gaslight you into thinking that what you believe in is absolute trash know what you stand for so that's why muslims for example are encouraged to study their own religion like you are born into islam by name but you have to become muslim by studying islam you have to know what you believe in don't blindly believe it you know, because when you say you're Muslim and you haven't done your like you haven't really studied or learned about your own religion, and then someone asks you, "Hey, why is it that pe- like women have to wear the hijab? What what is the reason?" and you're just there like, um, uh, I don't. They'll be like, "Oh, so you think oppressing women is cool?" Like, like I'm telling you, they will put words in your mouth, easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. They'll put words in your mouth and they'll make you believe things about your own religion that's not even true. And it's sad, and it's happening all the time, and not just with Muslims. It's happening with all things. So that's why it's just important that you educate yourself on what you stand up for and what you believe in, what you're willing to die for, is because if you like at least get interrogated about it, you get asked about it, you know what you stand for, so you can talk about it, and with full information about it. And this isn't to, this whole video, by the way, this whole episode. Isn't to come at a specific group. Like I'm not like, I'm not like attacking the LGBTQ movement. By the way, I don't like I don't support it. I'm a them, uh, but I'm. I don't know how to explain it. It's like they're not they're not the enemy. Do you know what I mean? They're not. No one is the enemy except Shaitan. And that and there is some evil in some people. But all of these movements, all of these things, challenge them. It's okay. Let's have a discussion. Let's have a healthy discussion. That's fine, but like, we get so emotional with with the things that we believe in that sometimes logic just is thrown out the window, you know. So it's fine. Challenge these ideas and don't be condescending about it. A lot of people will ask questions, you know, in in like this, in what seems to be the spirit of like good faith and and like wanting to genuinely learn, but then they will ask a question in a condescending way. And then you realize, oh, this person doesn't actually want to learn. They just want to prove themselves to be right and prove me to be wrong. So it's like there's nothing that's going to be achieved by having this conversation. And it's just most of what you see today. If I pull up a comment section of any video that's slightly contentious, everyone's arguing to be right. No one's arguing to well, not, not no one, but most people are arguing to be right. You know, very little people are arguing, or at least having a debate, you know, to see what is the truth. What is the truth? And that is the question, what is your truth? You know, to me, my truth is Islam. And alhamdulillah, I will die for it if I need to. And some Muslims, if they study their faith, they may even fall out of the religion because they see something they don't agree with. That's fine. That's fine. But, but know what you believe in. Know what you stand for. Don't just blindly follow it. That's regardless of Islam, regardless of anyone. That's for every movement, every religion, every organization. Know what you stand for. Be honest about it. Know it very well. Know it detailed. Know it to the point where if you were asked any question about it, at least almost every question you have an answer or you at least have an idea of the answer not just um uh I don't know what you stand for that's uh that's it for today's episode really I didn't mean to attack anybody guys I just really wanted to put this out there and and I just I I want the people that watch my channel or listen to my episodes to think for themselves I don't like people who come here with like uh with with like people who who just regurgitate nonsense you know like they went to an article they're like uh blah, blah, blah. Copy, paste. <laughs> copy paste and you can like put if you put it in like a website that uh sees plagiarism copy it's the same thing, 100 percent match i'm like really have something like interesting have something of your own words nothing really nothing you know personal it's just i'm trying to give a message for people who are willing to accept it and become better and that's it i don't know if i'm gonna post next friday because i'm gonna travel to porsche i'm gonna go to poland it's gonna be awesome i know russian but i don't know polish so i don't know how that's gonna go it's gonna be interesting but you know a lot of ukrainians are seeking refuge in in poland so if i use russian i think they're all gonna hate me so that's just that's just something to keep in mind anyway keep an open mind Learn what you stand for, and go have an honest conversation with people. And until the next time, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.